All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the AM show hosted here live on Alpha Mint. We've got a really great day uh, planned out for you today. Uh, as always, I am your host, uh, Mr. Clout Cobain, and I am joined with me by the orc god of our hearts, but not on chain, Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Like I said, it's October 29th, and we seem to be heading into a quiet weekend. Uh, DeFi and traditional crypto is uh, taking the center stage for the time being, kind of sucking all of the life out of the JPEGs. But I think that there's some exciting stuff on the horizon that we get to talk about. Uh, I also just wanted to point out that um, we added an AM show chat just above the AM show stage where we're going to be kind of monitoring that. A lot of times in the past, we've had some chats going on in, in different portions of the uh, of the Alpha Mint Discord. So the AM show chat is going to be open to the Alpha Mint Moon Lounge pass holders. So they'll be able to chat there. Uh, for anyone listening, if you have any uh, inclination about joining up with Alpha Mint in, in terms of the more premium access areas, uh, by all means, give any part of the team or myself a shout. And uh, we can we can walk you through that and, and try and give you the pros of uh, of being a member. Um, with that being said, um, let's uh, let's let's jump into it. Are you good to go, Free Market? Yes, sir. Sounds good. Um, okay, so we talked about this earlier in the week, um, but it has become official. Facebook has changed their name to Meta. The Facebook app will still remain Facebook. Um, but DC Investor made a, a pretty poignant tweet, I think, that Scott kind of linked to us, and that was just that. Um, you know, Facebook is definitely shifting away from the actual monetary aspect of cryptocurrency that kind of Libra was uh, was providing. And yeah. um, and now they are headed more in towards digital ownership. So they seem to be angling themselves into the NFT space uh, as, as well. Again, I don't want to get too much into Facebook and how we feel about that large corporation. But uh, what are your thoughts on this? At, this is just, you know, we knew it was coming and we talked about it before. It's an obvious sign that Facebook knows their business model is threatened by a decentralized Internet uh, and especially by provenance that things like NFTs offer. And I mean, you know, it was the day yesterday. I don't know if there was any new news that came out besides the name, but I think all the world's about mark zuckerberg yeah it's interesting to see them run towards a business model that is the exact antithesis of what they're doing now uh and the debate is always going to be centered around you know can they actually operate a true metaverse where they're giving digital ownership back to the users or are they going to try and stay ahead of the curve and figure out the best way to own it themselves while still appearing to be you know giving back to the people uh, looking through through Twitter was interesting this morning. A lot of the trending uh, hashtags were delete Facebook and Black Mirror. Um, a lot of I saw the word dystopian hellverse, which I, I kind of just made me laugh for some reason. Um, but, you know, it's it's interesting to me as the whole world has shifted to digital, you know, through cell phones, smartphones. Um, you know, we're, we're headed towards self-driving cars. The Internet has just exploded. I mean, that's nothing new, um, but like online gaming has been more and more and more the forefront. And, you know, I watched somebody like my son just use it as um, especially during the pandemic, a, a social experience. All of these things, these, you know, um, they have their own 
coins in the in the game and roblox has their robux and you know even cryptocurrencies taking off i i find it interesting that people are still uh so convinced that this is going to be the end of society and that this is the this is going to be the nail in the coffin before we hit the dystopian future of our um, corporate overlords yeah, and I think the main hindrance, and we could see it for Twitter too, is getting into the decentralized area is tough when you have centralized regulators breathing down your neck. Yeah, absolutely. I just, uh, it, it's always a little bit ironic to me how willing people are to use current tech, but the second that anything new comes out, it's um, it's shunned until it's widely adopted and then the, the process starts its way over. But uh you know, I, I don't know if Facebook is, you know, the one that I would love leading the charge. But when a, a trillion dollar market cap company is starting to point their uh, battle uh, battle cruiser or their fleet in that direction, you, you got to feel good about the fact that this is this is where the world is going, regardless of whether it's up to Facebook or not. I think it's a big win for the industry and yeah, not think, Facebook's industry. Yep, I agree. Um, and then, so yeah, another big, uh, big news is Ethereum broke, uh, the $4,400 mark USD last night. Uh, that's great news. That's an all time high. The biggest thing that I noticed is that it only drops to about 4,300 and is holding steady there. Uh, normally after you hit that all time high and you do that March up towards it, there is, you know, in crypto, sometimes a considerable, considerable pullback. Today it seems to uh, it seems to want to stay put for the time being, and I would be watching that uh, for for liftoff pretty soon. Yeah, I think that it was just overhead supply that came in there, and now it's uh, it's going to resume. And I think the ratio is about to take off too. I see Ethereum outperforming Bitcoin. Yeah, um, I, I I don't see why not as well. Um, I, you know, I'm always bullish on Bitcoin, but uh, I think Ethereum is is going to start taking a large part of the market cap back. Um, and then, yeah, so obviously the the dog coins, the altcoins, have been putting a lot of pressure on the gas prices as well. Uh, you know, Shiv was kind of the talk of the town for the past 48 hours. There was some other coins, Floki. Uh, made a run decentraland made a run on the facebook news i won't get into the specifics of those because that's not really what the show is about but at the end of the day anything that's based on the ethereum chain uh the more that that starts getting interacted with the more that the gas does continue to spike and it definitely hurts the volume on the nfts uh we've seen the volume drop off substantially uh not all is lost though i do think that there's there's going to be some catalysts that will lead us back to the promised land um, one of the big things that happened last night, and it was about 15 minutes of absolute insanity, was that there was the CryptoPunk that was uh, sold for $500 million. It immediately like mobilized the entire Twitter uh, NFT space, or net space, as you've told me that the kids are calling it now. Um, and, and yeah, there was an immediate rush to figure out why the fuck was selling for $500 million. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't take... Uh crypto twitter long to figure these things out it's pretty easy to go into the etherscan contract and this seemed to be a 500 million dollar die flash loan that i don't remember exactly how long the round trip took but cost him 0.2 ethereum to buy his punk from himself uh everybody 
in the NFT crypto Twitter space was tweeting out, I just bought a punk. I just bought my own punk for $500 million because I can. It was a little bit of a copy pasta game that went on. So I don't know if we ever figured out uh, which social media personality actually did this. I know there were some hints, but it was a kind of questionable move. Like what was the motive here just to get PR? We're not quite sure. Yeah, it, you know, in, in being in the crypto world, we kind of understand that you can take these collateralized loans out, um, you can leverage them up to to some pretty massive numbers. And then, you know, the fact that he paid it back, I think almost in the same transaction, like it was a really quick flip around. Um, it, it just gave the appearance that this happened. And of course, I, I imagine that this is going to start making some traditional news headlines just about it but i don't think that they'll go into the actual depth of what happened so you know i i, I don't know uh i don't know what kind of light will be shed on that for for normies of the space but i you know i was on instagram this morning and uh yeah it was definitely it was definitely kind of floating <laughs> around and it was well it was funny i thought to see. I thought to myself, there's no way a good journalist isn't going to at least dig down one layer and look. And man, there were people like, if you know Darren Rovell of ESPN, he's their gambling analyst and he does a lot of NFT stuff. He was just tweeting out the straight sale, no explanation. And when some crypto Twitter people brought it up to him, he said, what the fuck are you talking about? It says it on the Larva Lab site. It's a sale. Prove I'm wrong. You know, that that type of they didn't care they know yeah they know it's a story so. yeah for sure and they don't have to do that digging to to get the clicks and the headlines um yeah i was exactly. half expecting to open the wallet that purchased it for 500 million dollars and uh see another nft in there that said like click me to find out how to save a bundle on your car insurance and then it just being like a <laughs> mad to geico or something uh, you know warren buffett could crazy, afford it some crazy uh, guerrilla marketing campaign that, you know, I mean, honestly, if it had been for $800, it would have been a, a steal. I mean, the news can now get twice the cycle by first reporting the full story and then checking in on it and reporting the correction because that's just as interesting. So, yeah. Uh, so let's let's switch gears here. Um, let's talk about your uh, your experience last night with the Orc God race. Uh, full disclosure: I know this is a touchy subject for you, and uh, you know we were we were sorry that you weren't able to get it. But uh, I, I saw kind of a lot of confusion in the Degen Dojo chat. Not really sure what came of it though. Do you want to uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Doyle Brunson. And once walked up to Johnny Moss after Johnny Moss lost a million dollars in a hand and was walking away from the table. And this was in the 1970s. And he said, how do you sleep at night? You just lost a million dollars. He goes, I sleep like a baby. I wake up every five minutes. I cry. I go back to sleep. I wake up every five minutes. I cry. I go back to sleep. And I finally understand what he meant. Uh, last night sucked. I... Thought I had it in the bag because a couple of hours before the actual event went down, and if you don't know, this is the Orc uh, on-chain RPG. Half of the game was farming and minting Orcs, and the other half was leveling up so that you could acquire certain rarities. Uh, halfway through the game, they announced special rarities that weren't announced initially, and you had to level your Orc all the way up. But by doing this, you sacrificed 
the ability to get any other rarities in the lower loot pools. Only 20 orcs decided to go for the gold, which was a loot pool called Orc Gods. And I was one of them. Uh, about two hours before this event uh, was about to happen, I got a tip that the way to access this pool was not conventional. There was a pillaging line on the contract that would allow you to pillage the other pools, but this was different. You had to go to line 18 and hit update. Unfortunately, there was one other step that we had not figured out by the time it happened. And while I was sitting there spamming Etherscan with the requests right exactly at the time, and I had Eden staked, and I had Alchemy loaded, so I knew I'd have a pretty good chance because those things help your transaction uh, get in line first, so to say. Uh, I kept hitting request, and it would return me back a 9E uh, fee. You know, it was obvious that there was something wrong. It wouldn't allow me to fish for orc gods. And that you apparently had to claim your levels first. There was line number two, which was claim. You had to claim your levels. I did not know this. And by the time it was realized, all the orc gods had been claimed. And I was one of eight orcs left with nothing. I now have six floor orcs, which is worse than people that played the game poorly from the beginning. Uh, so I went for everything and came away with nothing. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, I, I think that uh, I, I hate to use the corny term like learning experience or anything like that. But, uh, you know. The asymmetric upside to what you were doing, had you managed to dig that, obviously would have paid off. Unfortunately for you, it didn't right now. Um, but, you know, there, there's so many ways to capitalize in this space and so many different things that Orcs was doing. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to be the uh, eternal optimist, but I, I imagine the next time you try to play this game, you're either going to have uh, a different game theory and a different approach to it, or you're going to be, you know, a seasoned vet and, and, make those decisions faster and uh, and be a little bit more prepared than you were uh, yesterday. So my next approach is going to be to be less prepared. My over-preparedness did me in because had I not closed every other window except the contract, only hopped on the voice channel and put in my headphones and not done anything else, I would have seen that our friend, Dangy Wing, put the instructions in all caps in the general chat, screaming it as loud as he can after he got his orc god so that he could help his homies out, and I would have had more than enough time to get them. But I had closed Discord on my computer, and I was zeroing on the contract when I should have been watching the D-Gen Dojo. So there you go. Well, you know what? We uh, we still love you. I'm sorry that that happened, but uh, you know what? You will live to see, to uh, to fight another day. And for perspective, are... for yeah. perspective, there is a, a 20 e offer on one of the orc gods this morning, and this is day one when all floors have been decimated. These aren't considered historic yet, and. Those art gods aren't going to go for cheap. Let's move on. Eyes forward, my friend. Eyes forward. We got this. We'll live to fight another day. Um, 
Yeah. Speaking of which, you just you just mentioned that a lot of the projects are down, and that is completely true. I was on WGMI.io, which is not a sponsor of theirers or of ours, but uh, the amount we shout them out, they should be. Um, a lot of the projects that AM are are either involved in or have talked about in the past pretty heavily uh, are taking a beating, as with us in the NFT space, uh, particularly in the last week, Blute. Um, has been down 56% and that one just continues to keep dropping. I don't know. I think most of the members got out of that, but uh, yeah, that's that's been shocking to watch. Uh, Vogu continues its fall. It is down 40% in the last week. Anonymous is on sale. It's uh, four, from 4.4 ETH. It's gone down to a 2.8 ETH floor. If you believe in that project and you have some liquidity and, and some ETH that you're willing to spend on it, that might actually be a great price for you to enter in at. Um, that does have a rabid community, and that's one of the communities that always seems to give a uh, stamp of approval for other projects too. You know, you hear a lot about like the apes like this project, um, the uh, the punks like this project. You know, the mice like the project too. That seems to be a, a good solid community, and I can't imagine that that one will stay at that floor once once the NFT ball gets rolling again. Um, some other notable ones, Mecca, Sneaky Vampires, and Oni Force all drop below a 1 ETH floor right now. Uh, your guess is as good as mine if any of those uh, bounce back, but um, at least for Mecca, which we've you know beaten to death, I wouldn't hold my breath on it. Um, I'm putting then, a pin in all of those. Putting a pin in all of those projects? <laughs> they're done. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> just, just calling it now. Take the, take the 1 ETH if you can. Take it and run. That's the free market's take on it. Um, a couple of ones that are kind of doing well in the last week uh, would be the head DAO, but that was more just because they had just started minting and um, now they're they're up to 0.56, but they are actually down from their all-time high of around 0.95 as well. Uh, Stoner Cats is one that sticks out to me, is up 30% this week. MeBits is up 21% this week. Uh, so MeBit, MeBits. Is up almost 10%. MeBits is an interesting one because it was the successor to Punks. So it had a real lot of expectation built into it. It was a 20,000 PFP project. All right. So when you look at that floor, think about there's a 20,000 supply out there. It's pretty impressive. They're even holding what they are and they're up now. Uh, I think it's a good comparison for Artifacts, Clonex, uh, formerly Akira project coming up because i think it's the only other company like larva labs that has a uh, history in this game that has love from both whales uh within nfts crypto people and then outsiders like celebrities um so it's interesting to see me bits getting a bid here as we're expected to get the first uh clone x announcement official announcement today at 5 p.m. Central Time. Don't quote me, but go check out their Discord. Yeah, uh, Artifact and Clonex is one that is is always worth keeping an eye on, especially as they lead into their huge drop coming up. I think next month. Um, I, I believe next week. Oh, next. Oh, well, that I, is technically first, next month still. Okay, it it is, but <laughs> we. I'm talking about this less from. Uh, buy and sell the project perspective and more as a direction of the market perspective. I think this project is big enough that it's either going to revive the market or be a sign that we're deeply in the bear based on how it performs. 
and that's actually what I was going to talk about next. Um, and, and looking forward to, you know, where the, the meta, not the Facebook meta, I can't even say that word now without tying it to fucking <laughs> Facebook, man. Um, how the, you know, what the meta of the industry is, is going to be, uh, if you looked yesterday at some of the mints that were going down, and this is where it starts to get really difficult to actually talk about mints that are happening, because quite frankly, it's it's been difficult to be bullish on anything. Um, Artblocks had two drops going on yesterday, the Artblocks factory. Uh, there was chromotherapy. Out of 1,000 mints, they only minted 29. And <laughs> Amoeba, out of 1,000 mints, only minted 68. And the Amoebas actually kind of looked pretty cool. Um, Bitcoin billionaires was dropped in the uh, DDN dojo by I think Kevin, but I don't want to I don't want to get that wrong. Um, that was a, a game that was released on the the app stores for like iOS and Android, and they've decided to turn it into an NFT. Uh, that was the only thing that had even come close to minting out. They did a thirteen thousand mint drop, which is absolutely insane in this marketplace. It was 0 0.09, again, absolutely insane in this uh, atmosphere. And they managed to mint out over 9,000 of them. Uh, pretty impressive. If they had just gone conservative and done, you know, like an 8,888 mint drop, they would be sold out right now. But again, remains unminted. Uh, that is still live for anybody that wants to get in on it. But that supply is, is awfully high for me. Yeah, it's always amazing to me how how much gas you pay is dependent on how well the contract is written. It just shows how in demand Ethereum devs are right now. Because man, most of these contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on. They're not written on paper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so you know, you mentioned Artifact or sorry, CloneX being a, a catalyst. So hopefully that is something that's going to dig us out of this bear market, especially for um, mints. And the uh, Coinbase NFTs uh, coming are probably just around the corner. That should kind of kickstart the uh, the atmosphere too. Or like you said, if it doesn't, then you know maybe we're in it for a little bit longer. You know, last week there were some positive things to point to. You know, Kaiju Floor was holding, Head Dow was doing well. So you figured, sure, the market's feeling it, but at least some projects are doing well. Everyone's kind of suffering this week. Uh, floors are down across the board. Uh, it's rough out there. So I think it next week really is going to be a pivotal moment because we have quite a few anticipated mints that look great. Uh, so I would expect them to sell out. And if they don't, it's certainly going to be uh, rough for the foreseeable future. Perfect. Um, one one real quick um, mint that I wanted to talk about uh, today that kind of popped up on my radar um, and it's been posted in the chat uh, was just a, a Skull X is the kind of the one that seems to have a great community for it. It was a Genesis project that's been around for months and months um, and that mint is going live today. Uh, it's, it's a Dutch auction. It's 0.3 down to 0 0.08. The Dutch auction is dropping over 30 minutes and uh, there seems to be a lot of hype around that project. It's been a very organic project that's grown to 21,000 Discord users. Uh, they have a, a pretty active Twitter that has some great followers on it. And, um, you know, if you're if you're bored and you're looking for something, I would watch the volume on that and see kind of where that goes. I think you had a chance to kind of look at that too, right? Yeah. Uh, when Cobain dropped the link in my DM this morning and I saw the art, I was like, ooh, this looks great. I hope we're early. And I joined and there were 20,000 members. I said, oh, rest in peace. No whitelist. Let's see what happens. Art looks sick. 
uh, watch that volume today. It could definitely be a play. For sure. Okay. Uh, so on that note, I want to uh, bring up our, our first interview that we're we're going to be doing today. And I want to give some context to the people that we're bringing up. These two are uh, some some devs from the project Pirates of the R-Land. Uh, they've been working really hard on this this game, this uh, NFT-based game for, for quite some time now. And they want to kind of show what they've got going on. This was something that was brought to our attention a couple of days ago. Um, and you know, as, as a lot of NFT projects right now are, are kind of, you know, feeling the effects of the market, uh, you know, they too are, but they're going to, they're going to talk about what they they've got going on and, uh, and show show you their, their project that they've been working hard on. So I'm going to invite them up to the stage right now. I do believe you have to, no, let me just invite you. There you go. Okay. okay perfect. Hello. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is Dominic yes, and, uh, his, his partner, Marcin, um, so I don't know if anybody's had a chance to actually see the work that they've done. Uh, the Discord, the link to their Discord was was put up yesterday and two days ago as well. Um, one of the things that I actually really like about this project while we're waiting for Mercedes to get up on stage is that um, the game aspect of it isn't actually like just a roadmap thing for them. That's something that they've been working on developing for for a long time. And they've waited to launch their NFT project until act, uh, they actually have an MVP. Um, it looks pretty good. It's the you know there's some graphics, there's some action going on there, and uh, I'm sure it's uh, you know has has a lot more to come. While we're waiting yeah, for Marcin to to come up on stage, do you want to just tell us about when the drop is happening and what the price is and everything, uh, Dominic? Yeah, sure, of of course. Uh... So uh, so today um, uh, today we have a public sale and uh, the price for the public sale sale is zero point zero seven Ethereum and um, uh, what else? Uh, what time is it going up at? at the, uh, it's going at at eight uh, in the evening uh, our local time. So in U US time this would be I would need to check <laughs> uh, because we will um open the public sale at eight in the evening our time. So how many hours is it right now until you drop? It's uh, it's like four and a half an hour. So we're right looking now. at about two two p.m. Eastern time. For yes, the yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, exactly. yes, 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 yes. Awesome. So I know one of you wanted to share your screen and show us some gameplay. Yes. Um, you want to open that up and uh, and start streaming? Something. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, I would like to share my screen and show you uh, our game. But uh, to be honest, I can't see how. Oh, interesting. I wonder if that's one of the uh, downsides to doing this on a stage. They might not have a video component of it. Probably should have tried that out first, but uh, we actually just recently started using stages ourselves. So this is a bit of a learning experience for us. Um, why don't we just actually talk though? Because uh, what I what I can say is that if we link to your Discord, which there are links in the general chat, and I'll post another one, um, there is lots of gameplay videos and lots of sneak peeks of the pirates that you're dropping. Um, so you know, if anybody is is their interest is piqued by what you're talking about here, they can absolutely do their own research, and we'll make that easily available for them. Does that sound good? Yeah, sure. And I think that we'll create uh, soon as many think, um, maybe tomorrow or 
the day after on Sunday. So we'll gladly show what we have prepared to to our community. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just actually wanted to say to our listeners too, um, when we were we were doing a pre-interview this morning and talking about stuff, you actually did share your screen and I could see you running around live. So it wasn't just like a pre-recorded video with like scripted action or anything like that. Um, you know, there there is movement and and you do have kind of a world that you've been building that you can walk around in. So uh so let's let's actually just get to talking. So um okay. My first question for you really is just that, you know, as we discussed, mints are, are slow across the board. Some pretty big projects are, are struggling to kind of gain traction in this marketplace. And projects minting out for the time being seem to be almost like uh, lightning striking. So um, in your specific instance, with the whitelist, you have, have, I think, about 21 sales right now. Um, mm-hmm. And yes. I think you had about 400 people on the whitelist. So uh, how are you feeling about that? And how are you feeling leading into the public sale this afternoon? Um, you know, um, the gas price was uh, so high uh, that um, we didn't expect this, uh, to be honest. Um, and of course, uh, it would be better for us to, to have bigger sales, yes. Uh, but um, as you know, we are uh, people who do their work, right? We didn't came up to NFT world with only an idea that uh, we'll create something, we'll tell you about this, uh, how beautiful this game will be, etc. But we quietly do our job. Uh, we created a um, playable technical demo, something like this. Uh, and uh, thanks to that, I think that many people uh, watch us closely, right? So in the future, yeah, we sell only um, 24, I think, um, NFT right now. But we'll be still doing the same thing. We'll be doing uh, this game. Uh, all people who saw this, uh, they are talking that it's something new, new level to NFT gaming. Uh, so it's very, very good um, to hear something like this. And uh, we are sure that someday uh, we'll ke- uh, make some more traction and uh, more people will join uh, believe in our project and uh, we'll move on uh, much faster. Do you think yeah. uh, you do you think you guys want to stay on layer one? Because I can tell you from from coming from the Orc game, I think one of the areas that is fr- is a lot of is friction for new players is that it costs a lot of money these games on chain, every action costs gas. So do you plan on staying on layer one? What's your future roadmap in that respect? Maybe, maybe we'll, I will answer. So uh, we have a plans to, uh, to later on to integrate um, Immutable X um, uh, marketplace and um, into our game. Uh, so, um, so there would be fast, transactions and um, all 
So you only would need to deposit the current um, tokens that we have on Ethereum mainnet. You, you need to deposit them to Immutable X. So, um, so um, that could be used uh, um, on Immutable X platform. And then, and then uh, uh, we are good to go because all of them. If, for example, we will implement uh, breeding, uh, then uh, minting of those breedings uh, will be on immutable X. So, so it would be no cost. So. That's IMX, right? That everyone's talking about. Yes. Yes. All right. Cool. Sorry, I just realized I had myself on mute and I was uh, I was trying to talk there. So um, just pulling back up my show notes here. Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the things that we've talked about with these, uh, you know, NFT games like the like the Orcs and, you know, Anonymize and the Steam Cats and stuff like that is that, you know, for for them to not be a flash in the pan and kind of continue to to progress uh it requires a lot of kind of fuel from the devs to keep the game interesting to kind of keep new seasons happening and i mean if you want to look more into a traditional gaming space like that's something that fortnite did very well for a while where they were very theatrical about you know their different seasons and whatnot is this something that you guys are looking for as well or are you just more focused on getting the uh the the, the base game done Okay, so maybe I will answer. Uh, yeah, uh, because um, I started to create uh, Pirates of Ireland uh, over, over uh, one year ago. And at the start, this uh, was my private project, which I uh, was doing it with small team after our working hours, right? Mm. Uh, currently, I am CTO in company of uh, game developer company, uh, which are noted on Warsaw Stock Market, and uh, we hire almost 100 people. Uh, but soon uh, our ways will be separated. Uh, that's why uh, I'm, I don't want uh, to talk, talk too much about this. Uh, but um, after I saw that this small game at the beginning uh, can be something uh, way bigger, uh, I focus on, on this idea. Mm, my last game, which uh, I was responsible uh, on Steam, will uh, have 84 positive uh, percent reviews. Uh, and uh, we know which uh, crypto gartus from over 20 years. So a few months ago, we were uh, together uh, on some kind of meeting. And we were talking, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about uh, joining our forces, right? Because crypto cartoons, I mean, you... yeah, Dominic, um, he's experienced uh, Python um, developer. I have 10 years of experience in uh, game uh, developer. I've uh, delivered some games to the Steam already. Um, and uh, we decided to integrate NFT into um, my, but now it's our project, right? Uh, so we've started to uh, preparing to this. 
we've changed some um, ideas about this game. Uh, we've tested gameplay mechanics. We've uh, tested uh, different kind of uh, technology we can use uh, to to keep players um, happy and uh, give them a lot of fun, right? So at start, we've created some kind of blockouts. And uh, now it, uh, it's the time when uh, we want to start um, going to public with, with our product. Because, you know, when I'm new to NFT, uh, to be honest, I'm, uh, I was uh, way away from, from NFT, crypto, etc. Uh, only a few months ago, I've started to uh, to dig into this world, and what uh, shocked me very, very, very hard uh, that it's um, plenty of projects promise that they will deliver a game, video game. Yeah, it's so easy to create. Yeah, okay, but uh, I'm in the industry from ten years. I was responsible for almost 100 people uh, and I know how hard it is, uh, especially nowadays when um, to find a good employee is so hard uh, that it's, you know, if you don't have experience, if you don't have connections, if you uh, didn't learn previously how to create a games, I'm afraid that uh, plenty of uh, those projects who believe in, who promise that they will um, deliver a game that will fail. Uh, well, like I said, yeah. one of the things that I actually appreciate about what you're doing is that you actually have a project already been in the works and clearly it's a labor of love for you. Um, and I, I totally understand what you're saying about, you know, it's it's hard to find great developers to jump on board with you and work on your project, which is what a, a game typically requires yeah. as a team, right? Yeah. Um, so if you don't mind, my next question, and, and this is going to be one that a lot of people when they're investing in NFT projects and willing to spend their, their hard-earned ETH on it is, is this, is like essentially, you know, you have a 10,000 um, NFT mint kind of in ahead of you right now. And right now the point price is point set at 0 0.07, right? So if we kind of do some quick math, we're probably looking at the ballpark of, uh, of $3 million in terms of what you will earn if you mint out. Uh, subsequently, if you were able to mint out, typically these projects start to gain a lot of traction on the secondary market and there are some royalties involved too. too. So uh, I, I think some of the projects that have done poorly in the past are ones that don't seem to use that funds towards anything or are very, uh, there's a lack of transparency in, in what they want to do with it. So um, can you speak to, to what your plans are with the actual money and, and talk about that as much as you can? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I, I can uh, tell uh, about this. So um, at first, uh, we've calculated uh, that uh, the minimum what we have to um, sell to be quite safe uh, as a company to progress uh, to create only this game and focus on this game. It's something but, but around... on, on a basic on a basic um, the the first step we, we are planning. Yeah, it's something Absolutely. like. Um, 10% of, of total, I think, yeah. Um, 
So 10% of the total mint is what you're going to be contributing towards like, you know, hiring people or. Yeah. At, at the first, our, the first stages. Yeah. yeah okay. It's, uh, it's our uh, minimum. So we don't have to sell out because um, many people are afraid that we'll need to sell out to, to progress. Right. No, um, I've learned uh, in the previous years, in previous companies, uh, how to manage uh, people, how to efficient create games. Um, we are also based in Eastern Europe, uh, in Poland, uh, to be specific. So uh, the cost of hiring people are a little bit lower than in Western Europe or in United States. Sure, yeah. Um, so uh, I've already uh, published uh, games on Steam which have budget of $100,000 uh, and they were uh, quite okay, I think. Uh, so uh, we assume that 10% of the total our um, NFTs will be enough to safely start uh, and, and uh, working on this project. Of course, the more uh, we'll uh, be able to get, uh, the more people we will be able to hire, the better quality we can um, progress, yeah, you know. Oh, I okay, I understand. So you're saying if you get to 10% of the total project minted out that you will feel comfortable about being able to yes. get your kind of first stage of the roadmap. Okay, that's that's great to know. So anything beyond 10% minted out is is kind of um, additional funds to contribute towards your game. Yes. But it's, safe, um, it's safe to say that most of the money that you're raising through this mint is going into the project to make it a success? Uh, at the first step, yes. But later, when uh, we will pass this 10%, uh, most, uh, definitely most of the budget will go to a future room token and to give our players uh, the ability to earn. Uh, we were talking about Dominic and uh, I think this will be um, uh, on our white paper. Uh, if I remember good, it's even because uh, we we need to we need to create a um, liquidity pool um, for it. So so uh, so uh, we need um, a bit of money for for that and and um, and also uh, we have very big plans in the into the future into this game. And uh, and uh, we would like to um, achieve that in the future. So uh, we are thinking even about fifty percent of our uh, income uh, to put into players' uh, rewards uh, after achieving this ten uh, percent. Right. Fantastic. Um, so I, I guess really kind of the only other thing that I personally have to ask you is that you know. Uh, you said you want to hit this 10% mark uh, of, of minting out so that you feel comfortable with um, the funds that you have to continue the project. Um, and, and obviously, I hope that this all works out for you. But obviously, the the, the climate of the NFT space is a little down right now. And, uh, and you kind of marched into a perfect storm uh, with Shibcoin kind of jacking the gas prices up, which you've already pointed out. That's been tough for yeah. all projects. And it's been tough on the NFT volume. Uh, on OpenSea and everything as well. Uh, 
you know, let's talk a a week from now, if things kind of aren't really kind of picking up a ton of steam for you, what's your, what's your game plan then? Do you have like a marketing blitz you want to do? Uh, are you thinking about lowering the pl- price, adjusting the quantity of mint? Do you have any tricks up your sleeve that you think will uh, will kind of, you know, kickstart okay. growth? Uh, so uh, at first we have planned uh, some marketing moves. Um, we will be able soon to show uh, to influencers playable uh, version of our demo. It won't be, you know, polished uh, and... Uh, finished right it will be way away from from this but um i think uh probably you saw our video gameplay right so it's quite uh, quite good uh people say that it's uh, looking very nice uh, so in in next days uh, we will show you more uh, from from our game we'll contact uh, influencers we have already uh, some contacts uh, with them. Uh, so uh, I think that uh, someday we'll uh, gain more um, publicity. Uh, and um, if this won't happen, right, uh, we have already some uh, funds uh, saved uh, to keep continuing what we are doing. Uh, so uh, we don't need right now uh, to sell out or to, to have this 10% uh, at once to keep continuing what we are doing. Uh, we believe, as I said uh, before, that uh, what we'll be showing to people, um, they will see it by your, but by ourselves that it's something more than only pictures right i was aiming for example to uh, steam a winter demo festival uh, to put there our uh, pirates of around demo version without the blockchain integration because as you know uh, steam banned uh, all uh, games with crypto uh, probably you know why uh, so i won't be telling all of this yeah um, for sure that uh, that's why our game will be on the Steam, but without uh, crypto integration, right? So, just uh, just, uh, just as a, some kind of technical uh, demo to gather uh, more more people into into the NFT world. Yes, yes, exactly. So you're looking at doing a Steam version, you know, without the blockchain, and then hoping that maybe you can get some some converts over as well. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, that's true. Exactly. Awesome. Um, All right, guys. So uh, we're we're starting to run out to the end of our time here. Uh, If you you know have a a minute to to say any final things, by all means, uh, I'll I'll give you that time on the clock. Uh, After that, we're going to open it up to the Q and A like we always do. So if you guys want to stay up on stage and you know maybe somebody from the audience has a question for you, uh, and you're willing to field those, that would be great. And uh, yeah, we're probably about ten minutes away from the end of the show, and then uh, I gotta. I got a jet. So, um, yeah, give me your your one minute closing statements and then we'll move on from there. Dominic, maybe you first. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, I don't know what to say. Maybe, maybe you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, we've decided to 
split creation of this game to some parts. Uh, right now, we are focusing on this adventure mode, uh, where you'll be able to uh, jump around, uh, find treasures, um, solve puzzles, uh, move platforms, uh, know this uh, Ireland's history, uh, something like this, right? You will be also able to uh, watch this game in two modes, in your first perspective, perspective uh, person, FPP, and uh, from a third person perspective, right? So you will be able to see, um, I think in two, three months, it should be ready. Uh, you will be see your pirate from behind that he is jumping around and uh, doing all this uh, stuff, right? Um, of course, every NFT pirate uh, will have its own items, which will be uh, in the game also. So if you, uh, for example, uh, mint a pirate with a torch, uh, you will have a torch in your game. Uh, of course, other pirates also can buy or, or get somehow a torch, but you will be having it from the beginning. Uh, so playing different pirates will be will have impact on gameplay, right? Um, then we'll introduce uh, room token, uh, and breeding, uh, private islands uh, on the uh, next horizon. Before that, uh, before that, uh, we we will um, we will need, need to integrate the immutable X uh, because this is this is the the only way. Yes, <laughs> to achieve all of, the, all of that. It's very important to us. And to, of course, we have uh, bigger uh, plans for the future. But uh, if this will happen, we don't know yet. Uh, we would like to create multiplier or to create some kind of cooperation uh, game uh, where you'll be able to pack your uh, friends on, uh, on ship uh, and uh, sail to uh, other island, for example, to get a treasure, right? Something like this. All right, amazing, gentlemen. That uh, it sounds like you've got uh, quite the work ahead of you, and you know, obviously, yes. you've been doing that work so far. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll absolutely be keeping an eye on your project, and by all means, we will uh, continue to stay in touch uh, too, and, and see how that's developing for you. Um, Great. Yeah, thanks so much for jumping on. Uh, free market, any, anything else you want to touch on? Well, I, you know, uh, I think that crypto gaming, uh, as I said, is going to be a huge trend. And companies that think gaming first are the ones that are going to succeed. Because if you're just going to use crypto or, you know, blockchain as a gimmick, sure, you may get the pump in the bubble that's about to form. But the only ones that are going to really... Uh, make it long term are the ones who think game first. Yes, this is uh, this is our idea behind the behind the company uh, th that we have made. Because uh, I believe that that in next uh, five years, uh, all games companies will have some kind of uh, NFTs integrated into their games. Agreed. Agreed. Good luck, gentlemen. Thank Amazing. you. 
Okay, so if anybody wants to raise their hand up, we'll uh, we can open it uh, the floor to to questions or discussion for about ten minutes, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up from there. Um, one of the things that I really liked about this interview, apart from the fact that I got to host it, which I think is great and exciting because I've never done something like this before, is just the willingness for a team to jump up on stage and start to talk about things. Um, obviously, it didn't work out. The way that we thought it would with with the the stages platform on um, Discord being able to stream your uh, screen and whatnot, but one of the things that we had talked about behind the scenes is you you were more than willing to show your faces, do the interview on camera, which is maybe something we can do later. Uh, yes, we have streaming. we have no problem with that. Yeah, exactly. Live stream the the game a little bit for people to see. Um, one of the things that I always look for when I'm minting or even thinking about buying a project is you know. How well do I feel like I know the team? Are these just uh, some Twitter profiles that showed up two months ago and they've created this um, NFT project and, and they're just pumping it up to, to immeasurable heights? Or are these people that have been around in the space for a while? Obviously, you two have a track record in the gaming space and now you're looking to make the leap into the crypto world. Um, and regardless of of pirates of ireland and how that works out i think that it shows uh, or it speaks volumes to um to your dedication to the project and your your willingness to to be public fate public forward faces to it so um i at least at the very least applaud you for that too i think after the i think after the last week uh we see the importance of having docs teams uh it's it you know anonymity is going away kyc is coming to the industry and the teams that aren't docs with all the security concerns going on, I just think it's too much of a concern right now. Yeah, and uh, what is very important about uh, our company is that we already uh, have a team of 10 people, right? Uh, and uh, plenty of these people have um, quite nice experience. Uh, for example, some of uh, them uh, were working in AAA companies. Uh, for example, our musician uh, won a platinum plate in, in Poland. So uh, we have a mm, small team, but it's already uh, a pack of people, right? And uh, what is more important, um, we have uh, friends in the industry uh, who are ready to jump in. If uh, we succeed, if we take this, for example, 10% uh, uh, of our uh, tokens, uh, then we'll be able to fast uh, gather uh, these people in uh, one office because uh, what, you, what is also very important, uh, I think, we are a legal uh, company registered in Poland, in European Union, we didn't uh, go to any um, crypto mm. paradise. I don't know how to say it. Uh, tax, but... um, tax paradise, yes. 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 Um, uh, our, our company is, is, uh, is called um, Alphata Games. And um, I think uh, today we are very hard working on the white paper, and um, and and uh, we hope that that uh, today it will be it will be launched on our on our website. Yes, so we'll be able soon uh, to gather uh, people in the office, uh, not spread over the world, 
because you know I also worked uh, remotely uh, with plenty of people during these uh, crazy times of COVID. Uh, but it's always better, at least sometimes, to be able to meet, uh, to talk about something live, uh, and to work together because there is. Uh, motivation bigger motivation uh, when you are doing this together in in uh in one place uh in one time so yeah i think this is also our uh, advantage as a uh, legal company with with them all right okay so i so the, I there, is, uh, there is one more thing to add uh, that that um, from the first november there is a regulation in Poland that we need to obey uh, that uh, average transaction over 1000 euro need to be KYC. So, uh, so after, um, after 1st November, we need to cut down the number of tokens per one transaction to not exceed uh, 1000 euro. Got it. Okay, so that's uh, some regulatory issues, kind of yes, um, yes, hampering yes, you yes, as well. So. Yes, yes, we, we we need to obey to this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, like I said, with uh, with you being public and and doxed and and willing to, to you know play within the rules, I think again it speaks volumes to your your project. So um, on that note, gentlemen, I wish you all the best of luck. I'll I'll definitely keep an eye on what's going on in the uh, Pirates of Arland world, and uh, you know maybe we can check back in with you some way down the road and and see how things are progressing for you. Um, I think at this point we're probably gonna wrap it up. Uh, free market, a good show as always. You got anything planned for this weekend? Um, he might actually be busy right now, but uh, also my dog is going uh, crazy in the background. So, um, so yeah, uh, uh, Dominic Martin, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for joining us. And again, I know everybody's uh, rooting for you and, and hoping that uh, you can fulfill your dreams of launching this game. I yes. think that free market capitalists will be playing Pirates of Arrant. <laughs> well, if he uh, if he ends up picking <laughs> it up and and participating in it, we'll be sure to do a live stream of that okay. too. So, um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna call the show right there. Thank you again, Thank and you thanks to much. everyone that was listening. Uh, good luck out there. Anybody that joined us from the pilot Pirates of Ireland Discord, make sure you stick around, check out the place. There's lots of interesting stuff happening here. We do this show every weekday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, and uh, we've got some announcements coming for you very shortly uh, about how we're going to kind of be producing more content and and uh, more features for, for people in the Alphamint uh, space, too. So thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, good luck at the tables, as Free Market would say. Good luck, guys. Thank All you. Right. Cheers. Thank you. Goodbye.